All right. Hello and welcome to Solo Travel with Darren. This is episode number 34. And today I'm going to be talking about some domestic travel, not international travel, but I'm going to be talking about Las Vegas. And I want to talk to you about what Las Vegas was like in August of 2020 during the corona pandemic. Um, I was there, I think, in the first week of August, and I want to share that with you. And so if you want to go to Vegas, um, you'll kind of know what to expect. Um, As always, let me just say the first thing that my number one tip in this episode is that if you're going to go to Vegas, well, put it this way, if you're married or you're a gambler, definitely go to Vegas right now during the corona time. Um, You'll have fun. Um, If you're a single person and you're used to Vegas over the last 20 years with the pool parties and the day clubs and all that, don't go to Vegas right now. Um, You won't have fun. That's my number one tip. Um, Okay, so, and I'll get into that and all the reasons why in this episode. So, what I, I went to Las Vegas, like I said, in August of 2020, and I checked into the Paris Hotel in, in in the middle of the strip right there. And when I got to there, I think I got there on Thursday night. Um, and if you know the Paris Hotel, there's kind of like a, almost like you walk into a conference room almost kind of to check into the front desk and all that. Well, there was a line starting at the entrance to the big room to go into the, to the front desk. Um, at that, and then everybody was distanced back six feet apart for social distancing. So you had a line like all the way out into the casino um, to check in. And they were seemed like they were letting in about 10 people at a time to check in. Um, when you first got to the entrance, there was a security guard there and they had a, a thermal a thermal body imaging uh, machine that they were taking your, I guess, taking your temperature. Um, it wasn't evasive or anything. They would just look like they just had something, maybe a camera on a computer or something like that. Um, but it was, but anyway, so they checked your temperature and then they let, like I said, there was only about 10 people in at a time. Once you got in, you went to one of the self-service like kiosks that they, that you've probably seen in Vegas in the last, actually probably two years before, um, Corona started. Um, and so you went in there and you, you basically check in yourself, get your room keys yourself and all that. There's probably about four or five live people working the front desk too. Um, but for the most part, everybody was doing the self check-in. Uh, so all that was, all that was fine. Um, everybody's wearing masks obviously. And then, so I got my key, went up to the room. Um, a little later that night, I went over to the Cosmopolitan hotel and as I was walking through the casino in the Paris, everything seemed relatively normal. I mean, everybody's wearing face masks, but other than that, it seemed pretty normal. Um, there was no, I didn't see a, I saw a lot of people gambling. I didn't see a lot of plastic dividers, which I'll get into here in a second. Um, but it, it all seemed relatively normal. And it was busy too. The casino floor was busy. It was busy every night I was there, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, and Sunday. It was, it was, not like a busy Friday, but um, definitely busier than the midweek, but maybe not as busy as the weekend. So anyway, so I walked through the casino, the Paris casino, went over to the Cosmopolitan. I will say the Cosmopolitan was the most normal casino that I was in in the three days that I was there. Um, you walk in, there's people everywhere. 
Um, you didn't see much plastic, plexiglass separating the gamblers, nothing like that. Um, it all just seemed relatively normal besides people wearing masks. And in fact, when you went to the lounges, um, I went to the lounge one night and you, once you got into the lounge, you could take off your mask and you didn't have to wear a mask anytime when you're in there. Um, and then so you felt kind of like a regular time in Vegas, like you were there on a regular time in Vegas. Um, but that and again, that was probably the most normal I felt the whole time I was there. Um, I will say, as an aside, on the casino floor of the Cosmopolitan, a kind of a funny story. I was sitting down there and I was at one of the video poker machines and I had a, and I had a beer and I was drinking the beer and I took my face mask down to drink the beer and I had it kind of like around my chin or my around my neck and a security guard came up to me and told me that I had to have my mask on essentially in between drinks of beer. And at first I thought she was joking and so I kind of laughed a little bit and she was like dead serious. She's like, no, you have to have your mask on when you're not drinking. And so I was like, okay, that was, I was kind of surprised about that. But, you know, obviously they have their rules. And so an interesting part about that is for like the next three days I was in Vegas, um, I saw security at, you know, asking people to say, telling people to do the same thing in between their drinks and people would argue with them and Cause, you know, cause a fight or whatever, but I had already learned my lesson the first night I was there. So, but anyway, so, th- so that was that, but again, the cosmopolitan was fine. Um, everything was open up on the, I guess at the second level where they have kind of like that new marketplace or not new, but it's been there a year or so where they have kind of like the new marketplace back there by marquee, um, where they have the famous, uh, what's that chicken place? Play? Um, Hattie B's, the chicken sandwich place. If you haven't been to Vegas and you haven't been to the Cosmopolitan and you haven't tried those um, chicken sandwiches at Hattie B's, you're missing out. Definitely go check those out. And then, if and if you know me, um, I've talked about the hidden pizza up on the third floor of the Cosmopolitan. I've been talking about that for years. So, and that was open too. The uh, secret pizza up on the third floor of the Cosmopolitan that was open, and um, that that's good. So anyway, so all that's open. Everything was normal. Um, the next day, I went to next door to the Paris to the to the Planet Hollywood, which is which was closed then, and I think it's still closed now as I record this in September. Um, and I walked, but the Miracle Mile is open. The 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 mall that kind of encircles the Planet Hollywood hotel hotel. It's all it goes around the hotel. Um, that was all open. I would say eighty percent of the stores were open in there, um, including uh, what's that restaurant? Oh, uh, Blondie's, the restaurant, the sports bar. Um, they have good burgers too. If you like hamburgers up in Vegas, um, uh, that was open. All the shops were open. Um, but Planet Hollywood wasn't open, unfortunately, and that's one of my favorite hotels in Vegas. I don't know when they're going to be open. As I record this, they're still not open. Um, speaking of, the Mirage, I think, just opened up, and that was closed too when I was there, but I think they reopened. So I think Planet Hollywood is probably the only um, major hotel that's still closed, um, which is ironic because, again, I probably stayed there more than anywhere else in, on, on the Strip. Uh, okay, so anyway, so after the Miracle Mile, th- I, I did that. Um, I went down, I think the next day, down to the Venetian and the uh, Palazzo, and that was interesting. First of all, they take your temperature at the, they take your forehead temperature to get into the Venetian. Um, 
The Venetian wasn't as busy as it usually is. Um, that's usually one of the busier hotels on the Strip. Um, I walked through there, didn't really check out anything. I don't, nothing stood out to me that was really out of the, out of the ordinary, obviously, besides people wearing masks. But um, that was fine. And then I walked through that walkway from the Venetian to the Palazzo. And when I got to the Palazzo, that was surprising. Um, in the Palazzo, they have plexiglass everywhere. And on the blackjack tables, you know how there's like six blackjack players? I swore that there was six plexiglass dividers in between each um, player. I, I may have been wrong, but it looked like every player was in their like little plastic cubicle to play blackjack. Um, the the craps table had plexiglass in between players, not as bad as the blackjack table did, but it definitely had plexiglass um, separating people. So out of all the places I went to the whole weekend, the Palazzo was the most drastic as far as what they were doing um, to prevent the spread of COVID. So, um, the, the next place that I saw like that was the, the Bellagio. The Bellagio had a lot of plastic too, separating, um, gamblers and all that. Um, not the craps table so much, but the, uh, blackjack table. There was a lot, there was a lot of plastic. Um, so anyways, but, but all those places were busy though. Um, the Bellagio was pretty busy. The Palazzo was pretty busy. Uh, the cosmopolitan was bit everything was busy. So like I said before, if you're not going for the bars and the clubs, um, you're going to have, you know, you're, you're going to think Vegas is relatively normal. I mean, you just want to go to a restaurant and have dinner and all that stuff. Vegas is fine right now. Yeah, so anyway, so that's my summary of Las Vegas in the in twenty in August of twenty twenty during this um the pandemic times. But Vegas was surprised I was surprised in a good way. Um it was much more busier and much more relatively normal than I expected. Again, I mean, again, everybody's wearing masks, but other than that, there's people everywhere. So that wraps up this episode of Solo Travel with Darren. And before I go, I just want to let you know that I do have a new travel website up, which is solomailtravel.com. Um, if you want to get on my uh, email list, that's solomailtravel.com backslash travel. And then um, I'll, be have, I'll be putting out the same stuff I put out in this podcast for the most part, just tips and advice uh, for travelers, specifically male travelers who want to travel solo. Uh, I've said many times before, uh, women don't need this advice because if because women do travel by themselves all over the world and that but there's just no guys out there doing it for the most part. Um, so anyway, so that that webs my solomailtravel.com is there for uh, male solo travelers. If you have any questions, just email me. My new email, like I said in the last podcast, was um, uh, Darren at solomailtravel.com. Um, just email me there. You can ask me any questions you want about traveling, international travel, um, or Vegas, and I'll be more than happy to answer that those questions. And so, anyway, so that's that for this week. And thank you for listening. And I will. Oh, and by the way, please subscribe to this uh, podcast. Um, I'm starting to move up a little bit in the travel area of uh, uh, Apple. Was this 
Apple Podcasts. That's the correct name. It's not iTunes anymore. It's Apple Podcasts. Um, but anyways, please leave me a review if you want to or a rating if you want to. But please subscribe, though. That's the main thing that helps. Um, I appreciate it. And then, um, and then, like I said, that's it. So anyway, so um, I will talk to you next Thursday. Thanks for listening.